Hello, my name is Michael Garrick, and this is Popping Culture Movie Reviews. My guest today is comedian Michael Mack. Uh, you can find him in South Carolina, North Carolina. Very funny comedian. Uh, make sure you guys check him out. He's hilarious. Appreciate it. Um, no problem, man. Truth is always the truth. Um, we're going to be reviewing Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, Mike picked the movie out. Before we go any further, this will be a spoiler review. So... Uh, before we spoil the movie, would you advise that they watch it? Oh yeah, man, definitely. It's probably one of the best Marvel movies outside of like you know the Avengers movies. So definitely, if you can check it out. Also, Spider Man's my favorite character. So yeah, definitely check that one out. Uh, Tom Holland did an amazing job. Uh, I agree. This is a very good movie. Uh, they very much put a lot of heart into it, and I will explain that. Um, when we go on spoiler, uh, I think you should definitely watch it also. Um, from this point out, it's straight spoilers. Um, so what would you like to say in the beginning of the, you know, to kick it off? Yeah, man, I got to say, like, the best part, I think, of Spider-Man Homecoming was just kind of watching how Parker had to go from having, like, the best suit, you know what I'm saying, Iron, a suit from Iron Man himself, to having to just kind of go back to the basics. So I've always kind of liked things like that where you start off, you know, like, oh, yeah, I'm all I'm all the way at the top. Can't nobody touch me. And then you got to go back to ground zero and build yourself back up. So I, I like the part that it the fact that it gave character to him to where he's you know, you're acting kind of big headed at first, gets humbled. And he really understands the grind of what it means to be a hero, especially with, you know, also the fights were cool as fuck, too. Yeah. Um. I hate I hate to do it, but like I am biased because I just love the original Spider Man Two movie. Yeah. So man. like I I try to I hate that I judged them all off that movie just because it was such great. It was a great film, and um, but to get back to Spider Man Homecoming, I'll just I'll explain that later why I brought that up. But to get to Spider Man Homecoming, I think that was a brilliant idea by showcasing him in Civil War before he had his own movie. Yeah, I was surprised because I remember some people. I remember it was rumored right before the movie came out and. I was just like, man, why would they bring Spider-Man in that Captain America movie? And then, but then it's also, if you go to the original comics where the uh, Civil War idea, you know, like, you know, was first birth, you know, Spider-Man was a very important role. I mean, first of all, people don't realize how big Spider-Man is in Marvel. Yeah. So with him being in that role, I mean, because when they, when they rumored it, I was like, damn, I'm going to see my boy getting beat the fuck up. Because in the, in the comic book, yeah. like, he gets beat within an inch of his life. Yeah, you know, and then somebody shows up last second to kind of help him. So I was like, oh, let's hope not. But you know, when he came in, he came in still in Cap Shield, man. So that entrance, I was like, I remember going wild in the movie theater. So he stole Cap Shield, handled himself against Winter Soldier. So then I was like, when they would say he's getting his own movie, I was like, I can't wait. And I think the villain Vulture, I like, I loved how they did Vulture. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, this. This movie might be heat, and it definitely was. Yeah, and they never. Well, Marvel does this really well. They never just force feed you with like, oh, this is from this movie, this is from that movie. They really gradually like just tie everything together nicely. It's never ever shoved in, and that's one thing I think Marvel does really good. Because man, if you notice, Iron Man has screwed everybody over. Really, I, like he's made a lot of enemies. A lot, yeah. and it's and it's one of the things that still stays into his character, and it also is a thing of keeping like his original movie relevant where he's trying to make up for a whole lot of things he did when he was younger and mm -hmm. just you know thinking he was just making money and stuff like that so 
I got to say, one of my favorite things about it is also how natural the movie felt. Like, with Tom Holland, it didn't feel like he was trying to put effort into being Spider-Man or Peter Parker. He was just he was just being, you know, a teenage kid that was trying to be a superhero and then a superhero that's just trying to do his job well. And I think one of the biggest points is Tom Holland was a teenager. He wasn't a 30 or 25-year-old man <laughs> that had to shave every day. This was a, this is like a real life, yeah, like true blood. I was, like I was pretty teenager. surprised when I found out Andrew Garfield's age. I was just like. But because he, he still looked young. Uh, yeah, but he's he was like, what, close to 30 when he did that job? Yeah, it was like 25, 26. Yeah, Yeah, so Tom, Toby was like. 30. Yeah, 30. Yeah, yeah so. so I remember, like, with, and I think that's what helps it feel more natural is the fact that he didn't really have to act. He just got to be himself. Yeah. And with the Spider-Man, because with Garfield, I feel like his Spider-Man was better than Toby's. But yeah, I thought I that, But I thought that Toby was the better Parker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Garfield, you know, he was trying to be all weird and stuff like and that. And the one-liners were just great when it came to um, Garfield. Uh, yeah, yeah. Garfield's one-liner. Yeah, the comedy and with his Spider-Man was on point yeah but with holland it just felt like you had fun with him as parker and you had fun with him as spider-man whereas the other two you know you might have uh toby mcguire spider-man 3 the the, the cursed <laughs> cursed walk down broadway man that, that made me like hate tofa grace for so long like, uh, like he's a good actor i like him now but like back like after seeing i was like tofa grace needs to that 70 show we missed him season <laughs> he left season seven for this <laughs> But, but yeah, man, like with the third movie and and just how they was trying to do it with Parker and have how he's supposed how he's supposed to struggle with you know being more aggressive. It just didn't it just didn't work out because that's just not in, it, it. Just seems like it's not in him. And then with Garfield, it felt like if he would have had to try to do it with the way he was doing Parker, being extra nervous, you know, spending five minutes just like. <laughs> You know, stuttering and stuff like that, just to talk to Gwen. I was just like, eh, I ain't trying to be too hard. But with 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 Holland, it was just like natural. You know what I'm saying? When he saw Zendaya, which I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't, you know, yeah. And he, he stuttered was, up against Zendaya too. But you know, he, he just talked. Yeah, and I love the fact that they played him as a teenager. Like if you remember the movie, well, why did he like Zendaya? Because she was pretty. That's like, all you need. Like that's it. no, no. I'm sorry, not Zendaya. It's um the other girl. I forgot her name. The one you, the love interest. In the, the love home. interest. Oh, um. The vulture's daughter. Yeah. That was a great scene because at first I thought they kidnapped the family. Then it was like, oh no, it's just an interracial couple. Like, just- <laughs> yeah, but then like, and then when he pulled up. I was just like, cool. That was that's nice and racist. Like that's how you keep it in the culture. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, how you like, keep it relevant. Yeah, like, just like, oh, okay. <laughs> but for a second, did you did you catch that? Because for me, I just thought like, he kidnapped him, and then I was like, oh no, bro, this is an interracial couple. Yeah. So I remember with that one, I thought it was I thought it was interesting too when they had it where like Vulture is, you know, he's the he's the father of a young. Well, she wasn't was she black or was he like Indian or something? She was definitely black. I don't know, man. You never know. Indian people, uh, Indian people kind of fit the culture too. But the mom was definitely black. Hey, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, nah. They, they were like, no, she's. So I can't. I can't remember exactly. I I can't remember. It was supposed to be like a different culture. I remember it was supposed to be some other culture. In it there was okay. I, I thought I, the mom was black. Okay. I thought it was supposed to be another culture. I might be wrong. I'm trying to remember the mom. Like, do you remember yeah, what the mom looked like? like? I thought she was the woman from the Jamie Foxx show. But I remember she was fine. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, but yeah. So like the fact that they had that played in there and not. Some and I didn't some like big like all right we're gonna stamp it black people 
cool. No. It was just in there. It was yeah. just like a natural thing. Like, like, hey, this is my daughter. You take my daughter out to prom. Like, he talked to you real quick. You know what I'm saying? And that's every, so every kid has dealt with. And that scene where he, you know, Michael Keaton, the vulture, just, he's putting everything together. So you were here and then you disappeared. Yeah. And then you were somewhere else and you disappeared. Okay. Uh,. All right, you must be Spider Man. So it's just, hey, I like how they all made Vulture so intelligent. You know, I like how they made his use of his suit because that fight scene between, not man, that fight scene with him and Spidey and Vulture was just iconic. Yeah. That shit was nice. So I just felt like with the movie, it was so many things done right. Even Spider Man's uh, homeboy. No, there, there you go. The, uh, Ned. Yeah, like Ned when was he was a horrible friend. Ned gonna ask him in the middle of class. So do you have extra legs? Like, <laughs> like Ned, this is a secret was... identity, Dad. Don't be. You gonna ask me in the bathroom? Not in front of. <laughs> Pause, man. But not nah, like nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. Nah, but, but, no, you're right. I, when I said it, I heard myself, and I was like, oh no, yeah. not in the bathroom. But, but, That's the worst place to find out if I got yeah, extra legs. But just what do you like? It was like one of my favorite parts is just when Parker comes back to the apartment, he just kind of like turns on the lights, and his boy just there, and then he's just like. Oh, he's like, bro, got a six pack. Like, what's going on here? And so, it, like, it was, but that's a natural reaction. To yeah. If your homeboy, like, if your homeboy came in as Spider Man, if I saw my homeboy crawling on the wall, like, I better not have my gun. Like, and then, like, but Holland also did it so natural. But he just jumped down, and was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yes. <laughs> so it's just like yeah. it's just like a crazy thing to where it just progressed so smoothly. It never felt like there was a moment where you were just like, all right, it's kinda of dragging or it's just like just like, all right, bro, it's been explosions for like fifteen minutes. Who is yeah. this Michael Bay? Like what's going on? Yeah. So I feel like with, with the movie, just just the way it felt so smooth just watching it. Yeah. You know, the acting well, I mean, the part where Tony was hitting on Aunt May, that's why I was just kind of like, like, why did Aunt May kind of fine? What's going on here? Like, dang. But that made so much sense to me because it's aunt, not grandma. Like, I mean, some people be old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I got some old aunts, man. <laughs> it, it, but like, if, when I think of like, the movie came out, I want to say 2017, 2018. Yeah. I'm just thinking about tw all the 2018 aunts that I knew. And I was like, nah, ain't nobody grandma. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's aunts are like, you uh, Look, know. man, my family kind of old, man. Okay, so I, I, was, I was cool with it. I was I was cool with better than, you know, the older. I don't joke. But nah, like when. Melissa Tomei is fine, though. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah she really fine. is. But she been fine her whole career. So. so that's the age like wine. And so like when you had Tony in there. And he's just like, oh, this your aunt. This your aunt. My name Tony. What's up with you? <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. You know? So I think it, he flirted with her in Civil War, didn't he? Uh, yeah, there too. Yeah. When he first met her and did, like, you know, he's just sitting there. It's just like, oh, we want, you know, dinner. Okay. You know, I can stay for dinner. And then Parker's yeah. just like, like, no, you no, cannot stay for no, dinner. You got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. You parked that nice car in this neighborhood. Why'd you do that? Like, I know so, you are, man, but look. This. So, and like, because the opening, the opening scene, if I'm not mistaken, is when what, Parker has to uh, help with the bus and the bridge. And. No, I thought when, they were robbing a bank. Oh, yeah, the bank, no, the bus and bridge where he lost the suit. That's when Tony took yeah. the suit away because, you know, he just kind of ended up going overboard. And he wouldn't answer, and Tony wouldn't answer the man for months. <laughs> That's how you create super villains. Have you seen the Incredibles? Yeah. You remember, like, I was like, you better answer that phone nobody, call. Like, no, yeah. If everybody, nobody can be a hero. If everybody can be a hero, then nobody will be. So I, I remember that one. But, uh, or a special or something. Yeah, but that and Happy, Happy was always funny in the, in the Marvel movies. Yeah. So just the fact that they had so many things in there that were just connected, they brought up the other movies, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
when Ned is asking, like, well, you took Captain America's shield? Like, yeah, man, I came in. It, it just felt like when you bragging to your homeboy, like, yeah, but I came in, I was like, sup, bread is mine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just felt it just felt something that would be in today's time, you know? True. Um, what I love is the Miles Morales Easter egg, because it wasn't forced. It was just really quick. Yeah, it was, it was quick, really man. quick. It's like, hey, my, my nephew lives over here. And this is like, it wasn't like, it was literally maybe three minutes at the most. Like they didn't force it, they didn't push hard on it. And that and the shocker, like they didn't even call him a shocker. They just like emphasize, like, hey, this, you know, maybe. What does he do? Yeah. Yeah, it's shocking, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah, I I always feel like with the writing of it, that's probably one of the best things. And it's also, and like I said, one of the best things still is just Peter having to come to that understanding of like how much work it really takes. Because when he first tries the, um, that was loud. When he first tries the um, hack his suit. And which is funny because like two high schoolers hacked something that Tony Stark made. So I thought that was hilarious. Uh, if you watch Avengers Endgame, you realize, hey, you know, we can go back in time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, but but yeah. So when he like when they hacked the suit, and it's like a thousand different things you can do with the suit. Like like all right, leave the mode. Like no, wait, stop. Why would he put this and on here? Yeah, yeah, and he's like arguing with his suit, and he's like, and he just comes to understand, like, okay, this is a bit bigger than I thought. And when he loses the suit, you know, he has to go back to what he usually, you know, what used to have on, you know, looking like a hobo and stuff like yeah. that, which I found hilarious to just tie back in. Since he came in with the fresh suit, I was like, oh man, we ain't gonna get hobo homemade Spider Man. But then you know he had to come back with it, so I was like, there we go. That's what I wanted to see. I, to go back to the villain, um, Vulture, I thought he gave a great speech when he was in the car. Because if you remember, he was like, this is my last job. This is all I'm going to do. And he tied back. He said, Iron Man, um, Tony Stark. You said Tony Stark. I don't know why I said Iron Man. He said, Tony Stark <laughs> made billions off selling weapons. All I got to do is sell these weapons, and I'm never doing this again. And then Spider-Man was like, nah. Yeah, it's still going to hurt people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And it's... And it's like from what they did with Vulture, since they made him a family man, well, he was always a family man, but, you know, he was just more crazy. crazy. Yeah. But in this one, he was just relatable, Yeah. you know? So I was like, wow, that was a really great job. And, and I feel like the Marvel movies have done that pretty well. They made a lot of people relatable and stuff like that, like Thanos. And he was just like, like, it's so much nice things in the world. It's too much things in the world. So what's wrong with me trying to balance it back out? It's just like. I think Bill Burr said a joke like that before too. You know what I'm saying? So I think they just worded really well. I think if you just think like two more seconds, you're like, nah, that is, that sounds stupid as hell. Don't you just destroy, yeah? But then when he, but, then, but, it's, but it's also it's also the delivery too, where it's, where it's just so smooth and it's just like like because if he would have said it just like yeah, and I can just get rid of half of the population, it's like like get, sit your crazy ass down. Yeah, he kind of went like the preacher tone, like put your money in the pot. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be fine. Just put your money in the just pot. Just like listen, this is the will of the universe. <laughs> You know it's bigger saying? than both of us. I'm you taking the saying? same chance you are. When I snap my finger, I may go too. Like, Probably not because I got the thing on. But yeah, so it's just, so it's just like the way they, the way that the actors just portrayed everything, and the way you know he was just because he really just sounded like Vulture. Just sounded like a guy who's just like, look, man, just let me do this for my family. Yeah. Why can't I just support my family? And Peter, and Peter on his side, he's just like, but think about what you're going to do to people. You know what I'm saying? Think about what these weapons are going to like. Think about you could get your own daughter shot with these weapons. So it's like just the way they did the 
the relatability of both sides. To Peter, you're like, all right, yeah, let's be logical. Like, you're gonna get you're gonna get people killed. You know what I'm saying? But then on Vulture's side, it's like Tony Stark did this. Yeah, it's, it's just like, well, he did it. You know what I'm saying? Just because it was in another country, I mean, it don't, it ain't the same. He took over my business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like, and it's also a thing. I'm just like, I'm trying to put food on the table. Yeah. So you know, and and if you, you know, what I'm saying, you always heard the drug dealer be like, like, yeah, I, I know what I was doing was fucking some people up, but my, my kids was hungry. What you want me to do? So the the way they did the relatability of it, the way they did the characters. The writing and the fights and the choreography of it, because it was all yeah. And it wasn't like it wasn't like some of the later Transformers movies where they just just like big explosion, big fight, stuff like that. It was just naturally progressed where they timed, where they had the conversations. Because you know when Vulture and Parker are going at it, and then you know they they separate from each other. It didn't feel awkward when Vulture was just like you know it didn't have to be this way. Yeah, you know we could have you could have just let me do this. And we would have never had to get into this altercation. It just felt, it just felt natural, like a good stopping point where they fought for like three minutes, flew away, like half around the city and stuff like that, separated, and then Vulture was just like, "Okay, let me catch my breath. Let me let me stall a little bit. You tripping?" <laughs> you and know? then that iconic scene ripped right from the comics, where if you notice now, it's no more um, Uncle Ben. Yeah. So it's the so it's not like with great power comes with great responsibility. Now it's if you're nothing without the suit, you don't deserve it. You made me add everything on him. And in the comic, he does. He says the Uncle Ben line, but in the movie, he says if you're no, he remembers the line about if you're nothing without the suit, you don't deserve it. And that's when he gets everything off of him. Yeah. So I thought that was really brilliant. Plus, I think like that that does deserve to be the new line. Like we've done Uncle Ben over and over again. Yeah, man. And and it's funny because I remember like. Uh, after I saw that movie and I remember and I realized like oh wait they never said the Uncle Ben line you know they mentioned it but they never yeah. said it and then like I watched the anime called uh, The Rising of the Shield Hero mm-hmm. and then they said the line <laughs> and, and these guys are in a whole nother world dimension thing like that and one guy's just like with great power comes great possibility and the main character's like I didn't know you was bit by a spider so I remember that for me it, like it just made me laugh completely because I was like, wow, they take it out of one thing, but put it in another. All right, whatever. But yeah, so I feel like, yeah, and, and nothing really felt cheesy. No. You know, that was one of the best parts about it. Like, nothing felt, you know, like just like a kid standing. Sorry. It probably didn't bother you. It didn't bother me much until, like, I remember the ride home. Why? Why would she? If her name is Michelle, why would she say my friends call her me MJ? Oh, like it was like it was kind of just like why put that in there? Why? Why yeah. would we need that? Because I mean, well, for me, the whole time I was wondering, I was just like, so are they just gonna introduce MJ later? Because I yeah. like because that was in the back of my mind the entire movie too. Because it Cause wasn't like it was missing anything. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like because for me, I was just like. And then, you know, since you heard her, she's heard them calls, you know, Zendaya Michelle and stuff like that, you never really heard, like, thought about it too much. Like, oh, this is going to be the new MJ. But, you know, like, the whole time in the back of my head, I was just thinking, I was like, okay, so maybe they'll do a second movie with MJ since old girl's leaving. Yeah. You know, she kind of got to. But, uh. Yeah, for real. <laughs> That's one plot we need to just cut out now. We can bring him back in Center for Six. Yeah. So, it just felt like, uh, it, it felt like something that was on the back of my mind. And something I wasn't really, like, it wasn't at the forefront, but it, it was matter. there. And, like, it was, like, a thought in my head. And then when they said it, it's just like, like, some of my friends called me MJ. I was just like, oh, okay. Interesting. 
all right, that was random. Yeah, yeah exactly. It was, it was like somebody. It was like they were at the end of the movie, and they were like, "Yo, did we forget something? Oh, okay. Uh, just throw it in at the end. Bring her back for one day. We'll shoot it, and that's it." Yeah, because like before that, she had like what, a couple lines. Where she talked a little bit of smack. Yeah, she didn't even like seem like she liked him at all. Like yeah, and then like when he got in trouble. Oh, not to mention the the infamous Captain America scene. So you're in detention. Yeah. Oh man, um, what's his name? The comedian. Ah. Oh. Um, Hannibal Burris. Hamburg, he delivered that line perfect. I'm pretty sure he's a war criminal. <laughs> Look, that was just brilliant. Like, that was just a brilliant line. Like I, I, I'm pretty sure they didn't even write that. I'm pretty it, sure he just ab lived it. And it's something that fits so well because in that in that situation he is. In that time, in that part of the timeline, yeah, he was a war criminal. Yeah, and then Parker's just like, like you know, I fought this man. He, he pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, so it, for me, I remember just like there was so many things like. That was funny, and I remember the only the funniest Marvel movie to me still, like Thor has the funniest movies. You think it's better than Ant Man? Not the first one, or uh, Ragnarok was pretty funny, man. Oh yeah, Ragnarok, yeah, but they yeah Ragnarok was they, hilarious. It's like they changed the tone completely because the first Thor was kind of boring, the second one, you know. But the third one, it was like, nah, let's just make this comedy. We can't make right. this make sense. <laughs> it was so, and then when you add him in with the Guardians of the Galaxy, it was even better. But yeah, so when I saw, like, with that one, I just realized how much I laughed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, when was Marvel this funny? I've seen I've seen Marvel movies, like, all my life. You know what I'm saying? X-Men movies and, and Iron Man, the first couple yeah, of Iron Man. Well, that. Iron Man 1 was pretty funny. Yeah, I was about but, to say that. But, you know, like, the rest of them, not, not really. Mm-hmm. Well, Iron Man 3, they had the funny, like, that part's still hilarious. But the rest of them not so much funny. Uh, ain't no Hulk movie was funny. No, uh, no. they definitely kind of they kind of laughed at themselves at one at some point, which it worked out for them. Yeah, but then like with Thor, it just went like full on comedy. Yeah, but it was still action packed. So that director's like, known for being funny though. He, um, I forgot his name. He was in We Are Vampires. I'm about to say, I remember director names, man. Yeah. I can't lie to you, but yeah. but yeah. So Spider Man was one of the other movies that was just like straight hilarious. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I brought up the first uh, Tobey Maguire Spider Man too, and I, I'll just shine a light on why I brought it up. I I just judge Spider Man movies off of that. Uh, Spider Man two, if you if you remember that. Spider-Man. Oh yeah, Spider Man two is the benchmark, man. Do you remember everything he did had consequences? Like everything, like his yeah. every, even when he was doing the right thing, he had consequences. That's the only thing I felt about Homecoming. It's like when the bodega got you know messed up when people were robbing the bank in the bodega, or whatever. Uh, no consequences. It was just like, yep, yeah, that happened. The guy's business is gone. Yeah. It was like all these extra stuff happened. No consequences. The only consequences was when he lost his suit. And I thought that was yeah, the only weird uh, part. Like they just shunned over all these other things to happen. And I feel like that's something more into. Just trying to make it more like kid friendly, not you know, because the, the bad stuff still happens. You know what I'm saying? Because Vulture, he still shoots people. He, he shot like, but um, one of the people he was working with, yeah, um, that's that screwed up. Yeah. Um, I think he also lost a couple of his uh, crew, crew. You know, just just from messing up and things like that. So I feel like they kind of pick and chose where they want it, but it felt like more consequences happened to Vulture than yeah, anything. definitely, definitely from the yeah. beginning of the movie when he loses his business. Yeah. Yeah. So. I feel like I feel like when it comes to it, because because one of the biggest things in storytelling is making sure that your protagonist does go through things. So you always want your protagonist to kind of learn from the mistakes, learn from the losses. So I feel like with Parker, it was more on the collateral side. 
Because, you know, he still got fussed at for that, you know, for the whole bodega thing. It's yeah. just like, well you, well, you know, I say the bodega, uh, the, the one that you exploded. <laughs> yeah. Well, then what about the bus? Like, I saved the people. It's just like, yeah, you broke a whole bridge. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And so I just feel like, in a way, it didn't make, it didn't make people suffer, like, die and stuff like that. But, you know, it's still, it's still a, a downside to it. Because, you know, like, a whole bridge is destroyed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? People's cars are messed up. Dude lost his business just like Vulture. You know what I'm saying? So they could have they could have, you know, teamed up together. You know what I'm saying? So it, it felt like it was more on to the mistakes instead of just, you know, like, all right, every good thing comes with a bad thing. Nice. That's a great way to way you that's great to, the way you put it. That's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect. And then we had, I don't want to forget, how'd you feel about the Stan Lee cameo? Ah, oh, man. I'm going to miss those so much. But I don't know. I think my favorite Stan Lee cameo in a Spider-Man movie would still be uh, Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2, where Parker's fighting. Was it the lizard? Yep. Yeah. And he almost got hit by the um, table. <laughs> and he hit him with the table. Like, that was my favorite. That's that's still my favorite cameo. But um, that one was that one was, that one one was was funny still. It's, it's like a tie between me. It's the him being a DJ in Deadpool at the strip club. And then, um, I don't know, man. I don't know why I like it because it was so corny. I think it was the first Spider-Man or the second Spider-Man where he just standing there was like, it's good to know that people can still do good things. Yeah. That's it. it and then just walks off. But I, then it's like all the Stanley cameos are just, like, none of them felt, it is weird. None of them felt odd. They just always felt right. Yeah, even that one I just brought up because it, it really didn't fit the scene at all. Like, he had no reason fit. to talk to Peter, but, but, but like, it, it just it just fit. Yeah, it was just like it's like why are you here? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or like in um uh was it? Yeah, I think the second Avengers movie, Ultron, Age of Ultron, yeah. where he's at the party getting drunk. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And Thor is just like, be careful. This is mead from Asgard. And he's just like, man, if I got it. Or like Iron Man 2 when um, Iron Man thinks he's Hugh Hefner. He's like, hey, Hugh. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, like, just the way it played a role into it is just, I don't know, man. Stanley, I don't know if he ever wrote them. Did they ever explain that? Like, did he write his cameos in himself or did it just like. He probably left it up to uh, Marvel at that point. Yeah, and it's funny. So, like, so many movies, so many times he's been put into it. Even I think the only one he didn't have one in is Ant Man. I'm not sure. I don't remember one film with Ant Man. No, the first Ant Man. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, I think he was in it. The- oh, okay. I'm. Uh, I'm pretty sure if he did those horrible Fantastic Four movies, he was gonna make sure he was in Ant Man. You're right, but still, like, <laughs> I mean, I like the first. I like the first Fantastic Four. Oh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like, like it, but if I look at, it, I'd be like, yeah, yeah I like this for nostalgia. Uh, yeah, I was like, let's put you in D tier. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, was like oh, I like this for nostalgia, but I can't be like, you know. It's but I'm glad it didn't work because we wouldn't have Captain America. Yeah, but it's much better than the remake. Uh, that remake was garbage. I haven't seen it. I'll be honest with you. Told me people told me not to. I haven't seen it. Make sure you still make sure you stay on that train. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. so it was garbage. Man. Okay, cool, cool. But cool. But, he, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's a blemish on Michael B. Jordan's record. He 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 redeemed himself in Black Panther. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I think he knew what was up. He was like, yeah, this ain't gonna be good. Creed, hurry up with Creed. I need Creed now. <laughs> if I die tomorrow, I can't have nobody remember me. Yeah, and then it's just like, man, I can't let my only Marvel strike be be bad. 
But that's true. Even Captain, Mer- Captain America and um, wow, everybody that was in Fantastic Four, at least uh, everybody played uh, the Human Torch. They all bounced back pretty well. And yeah. So I mean, not to mention uh, yeah, just got definitely had to bounce back. But yeah, so it's it just feels like with with Spider Man Homecoming, the thing of it was it it just seemed like perfect execution. Where if somebody really did have a critique on it, it was like a small thing. It's just they were like, hating. Yeah, I, I'm not even that. Just like nitpicking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just, just like eh, personally, you know, like like how you thought the MJ thing was weird. What's you know the what voice? Saying? What's the voice you doing? What's the voice? <laughs> <laughs> What's the voice? Ah, uh, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to do that, man. Oh, I, 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 did that, you... I did that as the, as being a comedian, man. Yeah, you can move that disc to laboratory. Go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like with it, it's something that if you if you need a new hallmark or a new benchmark for, for Marvel movies, or if you wanted to get somebody into a Marvel type of thing, just be like, like you can put that with Black Panther yes. or Avengers or uh, Iron Man, the first one, and stuff like that, or even like Thor, Ragnarok, or Guardians of the Galaxy. Because I think Guardians of the Galaxy came out what the year before yeah so it was like with Guardians of the Galaxy I was like oh man this is a really good movie and then he's like alright what's next and it was like Spider-Man I was like with the new guy okay and I think that's also was, was also great about it it was so great with the amount of pressure on it cause with Spider-Man you had the first trilogy that the third one messed up yeah you got the second set which was supposed to be a trilogy but you know, second movie. I, I mean, I'd still like the second movie. But, Me too. But I agree where it messed up. But yeah, yeah I like yeah. it. So it's like the second. I was like, it's the last chance, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like we really might have to scrap Spider Man from the live from live action. Yeah, it was it was kind of on that edge. Was like, if this does bad, I'm pretty sure Marvel can buy this property back. But if it does good, I'm gonna love it. Yeah. So like for for all the pressure that I was on it, because nothing else has. A, a two strikes against it, Fantastic Four. But yeah, after that second, after that second strike, you know that that kind of already went out. Yeah, that's like Marvel. Marvel has it, and Marvel deserves that. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like with it, it was just a thing of like, all right, it's a transition to Disney because Sony kind of messed up the second one, and they didn't want to relinquish rights or something like that to Marvel or whatever. So now let's see if Disney can do it. And Disney, you're on a pretty hot streak. But this is the big boy, you know what I'm saying? This is this is the last straw. Do you agree that without the Avengers, this movie probably doesn't work as well? Because they're all through the movie. Like, yeah, I feel like it's like somebody Tony else Stark had because that was actually like a critique somebody had. Really, they okay. was like, it, was a, it felt like it, it but not not like a bad thing, but it was okay. just a thing where they were just like, if they didn't include some of the actually, because he was saying like, you know, most Marvel movies. Like how many people can now have a standalone Marvel movie? Like the only person who really had standalone Marvel movies would be Ant Man and the Wasp because they didn't really include any other Avengers in it. Because yeah, in the first one, you know, they had Falcon and that was yep. a funny ass scene. <laughs> I was saying like, "Hi, I'm Scott." He just saying I'm Scott. <laughs> like, so I remember he was just like, "It felt like it felt like all the Marvel movies are kind of like you have to have them tethered together, yeah, or they just won't, or they just won't work." And it's like. Ant Man and Wasp, Guardians of the Galaxy, and maybe this Black Widow movie if it does good, if it ever comes out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, can you imagine just like they just? I guess they just knew Hawkeye couldn't get his own movie. Like they just, they're like, we'll give you a TV show. We got a TV show coming, <laughs> but like, but I don't blame them. Like at the Arrow, it's kind of hard to write that as a movie. Like, 
and keep it interesting. Like, yeah. can you, but can you really make a Hawkeye movie for a whole hour, hour and a half by himself? That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it would be hard to keep it interesting. Like, the, um, even, even when, if he did a Hulk movie now, a Hulk by himself? No, nah, you gotta have you gotta have like at least three characters. No, no, smart him. Hulk probably can make a movie work. <laughs> Not if he ain't throwing hands. <laughs> I mean, of course he has to. Like, but he, even, did, he definitely didn't. Even Black Widow has to throw hands. So like, I mean, but she she's about throwing hands. Yeah. So I mean, unless we can get and her friends and family, <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole lineage of ass whoop. But yeah. uh, but yeah. So like, it, I when he said that, I thought about it. I was like, damn, would this movie be as good without without Tony? It's not the same movie. Without Captain America, that even if it's a small thing, like or without even just being built upon that Civil War entrance. But then I'm like. Well, let's give it some credit on the writing. That Civil War interest really made this movie. It's like, like the fact that they picked up that, like they picked up that torch from what was made. I was like, I ain't about to complain. That shit was done. We got two good movies out of Civil War. We got Black Panther and we got Spider Man. Both of them were introduced during that movie. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, let's kind of roll with this. I like, I, like, and and the way I understood it was like, could it be the same if it's not if you don't have all these other characters in? It? It's like, no, it'll be something different, yeah. but. Do I feel like it would have still carried by the way all the uh I would say yes by the way all the actors performed. Now, I don't know if that can be matched because with Tom Holland, I don't know if he has that same adrenaline rush or that same boost. From Civil War, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like with him as an actor, he's a really good actor. Yeah. The only reason why I say it wouldn't be the same is because we have to do Uncle Ben again. There's no Tony, there's no, you know, you don't deserve the suit. Yeah, uh, that might have made it a bit cheesy or corny at least or just redundant you know because it's like what we already heard three times yeah so you, you like you're right and you know what I'm saying and maybe they could have did it in a different way you know but and also we would have started out with bare bones Parker you know what I'm saying like, like alright I'm gonna knit this suit myself and it'll look trash and then like at the end of it or in the middle it'll look better but either way we got an amazing film I'm so glad that it came out well. I can't wait to see the third one. Um, do you believe this movie becomes a part of pop culture? Uh, I think God already is. I mean, like, if you go to the stores, you'll, you'll find Spider-Man. Well, I mean, Spider-Man's always been a part of pop culture. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly, yeah. Yeah, even even back when comic book stuff wasn't all that cool, Spider-Man was there. You know what I'm saying? Spider-Man was there with Batman, Superman. Yeah. So, I feel like this version definitely is it's just there because, I mean, the suit, suit was nice you know what i'm saying and the uh last avengers movie iron spider suit hella nice i mean and the way they ripped it from the comic they was like okay this is how if we were supposed to make this a realistic suit this is how it would look and, and just like metallic sleek everything is cool about it i was like man i might need to get into cosplay even the <laughs> eyes because sometimes they mess up the eyes the eyes were perfect on that suit yeah and i remember because i remember when i first saw amazing spider-man and it took some getting used to with the suit because it wasn't a, a it wasn't a generic form. It was like a new form, and I was just like, "This is what a teenager would make." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, okay, cool." But then, like in the second movie, I was like, "All right, now this is the, this type of thing." And then when um the Spider Man game came out, and also I think the Spider Man Homecoming really helped the game because people were hyped for the game, and they it was ready. like, yeah, and it was like what the year after the movie, yeah. So it was like, bro. We were really about to be on a roll because yeah, we get back. a gangster entrance and a good ass fight in Civil War. Good ass movie with some good ass plot points and some great characters. 
Now we're going to get a game that's fun as hell, and the suit just look, so it looks great. I think Enter the Spider-Verse helped the game out, too. Oh, right, because that came out right before it, too. Yeah, and I remember when that came out. Well, when it was when they showed like the previews for it and stuff, I remember I was mad because I just get mad at Western animation always having to look so damn childish. Like, why does the kingpin have to be a whole block of? Why is, why is the kingpin you know like a pork roast? Why is he shaped like this? But I remember like just the way this movie was executed, how much like you know the animation fit the movie, but I still hate the animation. But you know what I'm saying because it's, it's just so childish, man. Like, I, what man? I watch anime, man. I I've been wanting to see some of this slick. Clean cut animation. I like to see hand drawings. I get it. Yeah, yeah so it's it's like it's like Spider Man is just just Spider Man himself has been on the roll. And now the Miles Morales game is taking over the like taking over the nation. So it's just kind of cool because now it's like, huh? We're really about to have like a black white competition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, uh, to go back to we talked about football earlier. You know, you know how this works out. Huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's just like it's it's just cool to see that even with all the success that you know the traditional Spider-Man is getting, the new age seems to really be coming in, and people are, are really rocking with it. Yeah, it's so, it's one of those things where like I just hope they cast it right. Yeah, so we now, know it's gonna be some British guy, but. Like, I mean, hopefully they find. Because somebody was asking me, "Is like, do you think they should really find like a, a black Hispanic guy to do it?" And I was like, "I think find a black guy." Because <laughs> you know, Miles Morales is still, you know, he has the Hispanic side to him. So I remember, like, when they do the third movie and they do make it into the the Spider Verse thing, and you throw in Miles Morales, I'm like, this is going to be really interesting to see. Is I w- I wouldn't want to have to cast it. I put it like that because this is this is like, like very divisive. It's like, pretty much like all right, who's gonna replace Chad with Bozeman? Like, <laughs> like it's it's so difficult because and this is where this is where the last the first one messed up at and the third one. So it's like this is the real pressure on like all right, can you make a successful trilogy? All right, because be honest, we really don't have a successful trilogy in Marvel movies. Iron Man three. I would consider it a success when I look at the X Men movies, but I feel you. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, but since and they went past it. Well, I mean, after they went past the third one, you know, that was supposed to be like a, a successful series, and yeah. then it just kind of went off the rails. And yeah, they had, they got to stop with that reset button. Yeah. But uh, Logan but yeah. was good. You're right. But that that X Men together. Yeah, but um, yeah, the, the days have passed or whatever. That one. Yo, I spent ten fifty that I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, my cousin got the DVD, and I was just like, "Yo, you know, you got you still got the receipt." <laughs> yeah, you got a good cousin, man. Um, but yeah, uh, anytime you want to come back for the podcast or movie review, Mike, just let me know, okay? Hey, anytime, uh, man. Is any, is anything you like to say to your fans? <laughs> Appreciate y'all for watching. Yeah, I ain't gonna be challenged this time. <laughs> Appreciate y'all for watching. Uh, thank you for the support. Hey, make sure that you support Pop and Culture, man. This is a great podcast, man. Thank you so much, man. Where can they find you? Uh, you know, getting my YouTube started soon, so you can find me YouTube, Michael Mack. I'll be posting my uh comedy and stuff there. Try to get more shows and more recordings and stuff like that. And aside from that, you know, support my other podcast, Black Heroes Podcast. Uh, that's on Spotify, Anchor. And that kind of like branches out to all types of platforms and stuff like that. Nice, nice. Uh, thank you again for coming on. And you guys have an amazing day. Peace.